the chill zone with Bertha Charuma. Who is the boss? That's Diana Ross. And you are on the chill zone. Exciting, exciting it is to broadcast live from uh, Standard Bank J uh, Joy of Jazz and local music being showcased. I mean, we've got uh, the likes of uh, Simpiwe Dana that are also going to be performing. Um, we also have uh, Judith Sapuma uh, also, you know, performing. Uh, Andreas Vollenweider performing. It's just jam-packed. It's such a beautiful buzz. It's almost, I wish we could just do this on a daily basis, you know, just broadcast from such um, ambience that is just full of life. But that's just a wish. It's just a wish. Think conversation, heartful at work, putting employee well-being first on the World Heart, um, Heart Day. And we're chatting to Dr. Chris uh, Van Straten, uh, Global Health Advisor Clinical at um, International SOS. So today's fast-paced work environment uh, culminates in high pressures, increases stress levels, and organizations need to foster more vigilant, and they need to be more engaged because it looks like heart attacks, cardiovascular diseases, maybe that's how I should rephrase it, have become so prevalent um, in just basic young people. I mean, you used to get such issues with your you know, cardiovascular issues when you are like in your 70s, in your 60s. And these days it's like people as young as 30, as young as late 20s, it can happen. And I just have a big question as to how did we get here? Dr. Chris Van Straten, Welcome to the Chill Zone. Thanks so much and great to be on the call. So let's maybe start with just making people aware of being conscious of cardiovascular diseases. What should we look out for first? Right, so thanks so much. And by the way, it sounds like you're a great venue. If you listen to jazz, that's definitely the right way to do it. And so, first of all, the things that people need to be aware of, and as you said, if you're constantly stressed, if you are not living a healthy lifestyle, eating good foods, uh, overindulging and perhaps smoking, these are all things that put your heart and your cardiovascular system at risk. And the, the good news is if you pick it up early, if you know what to look out for, you can make such a big difference to your own quality of life and your own risk and those that you love. And how do you detect that I think now I'm developing issues here with my heart? Are there any signs and symptoms that we should look out for? Okay, well that's a great question and I think the first really important thing that, that I want to emphasize is prevention is always better than cure. So when you, for example, start developing high blood pressure, that could be because of your family, your background, your genetics or your lifestyle. and the problem with that is, in the beginning, you don't feel any different. And the same with high cholesterol. Your cholesterol might be super high, but you're not aware of it, and you're not aware of the subtle damage you could be doing to the major arteries that supply your heart and your brain. And the problem is, if you pick it up too late, well, then you're going to present with, oh, you know, I'm having this crushing chest pain, I'm short of breath, uh, and next thing you know, you're having a full-blown heart attack. So you want, to get, you want to figure that out long before you're having the symptoms and signs of a heart attack. 
And this is why, please, 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 we're really encouraging people. And we're working with big companies around the world who've been driving this, setting it up so that people at work can have their blood pressure done in a private, secure location, get their sugar tested, do the cholesterol, get counseling and support. And if it's high, do something about it. And that's lifestyle changes, talking to your doctor, starting the right medicines, because it can make a literally life and death change. And what are the, some of the misconceptions around heart diseases? Yeah, there are many misconceptions. In fact, I was recently chatting to a, a very charming lady and she's saying, you know, doctor, why should I worry about it? Apparently, you know, it's just men. It's men always getting stressed and, and, and you know, drinking too much. I'm like, well, hang on. If you look at the data, and sorry, I'm a bit of a nerd, but if you look at the data since 1984, more women have actually died from cardiovascular disease than men. And by the way, that's the leading killer of men and women globally. So that's heart attack or stroke that can leave you disabled, uh, unable to function or kill you outright. So that's that's a bit of a wake-up call. Just because you're feeling great, uh, you please still go and get your blood pressure checked, check your cholesterol, and focus on the things that can keep you healthy. So I think that's quite a big one. The other one that I had recently too, I was, by the way, I hate to admit this, but many, many, many years ago, by the way, I studied music, I studied jazz before I studied medicine. So I'm a bit envious. I think if I heard correctly, you're at jazz concert, so I'm super envious of that. But but when I was a jazz musician, I, I, I used to smoke because I, I didn't know any better, right? And then I studied medicine and then I was like, oh my goodness. That's when I realized that smoking was actually damaging my lungs damaging my ability to play the saxophone. Uh, so I managed to quit. That was 16 years ago. So I recently was helping a, a gentleman who's really struggling that had very high risk of heart attack. That he'd had his heart, first heart attack. And he was like, how do I quit? You know, and, and surely it's too late now. And I was like, no. The, the day you quit smoking, you reduce your risk of having a heart attack. And in this case, another heart attack. And the other very critical thing, like even after 10 years, you've hugely reduced your risk of having a heart attack. So <clears throat> it's amazing within one year of quitting smoking, you've reduced your risk of heart attack by up to 50%. So what we do daily in our lives, it's reducing stress, listening to great music. That's one way. I do stress, getting exercise, eating healthy, quitting smoking. These are all really important things we need to do. I'm sorry that, you know, I'm enjoying the jazz and you are not here. Maybe next time I'll just put you on my handbag. <laughs> yeah, next time. Please, next time you do the concert, can we, can we do the studio? I'll join you right there. <laughs> oh, that would yeah. be fantastic. That would be great. So, I mean, I was just looking at also the stats. So, according to the World um, Heart Federation, 45% of people will have at least one cardiovascular disease by 2023, which will equate to an average of 13 lost work days per year per patient. That literally affects productivity here. Is it because yeah, of the, exactly. uh, the latest lifestyle that we're leading lately? You know, I think it's a really big mix of things. And, and again, I don't, <laughs> I don't want to tell you too many of my secrets, but like before the COVID pandemic, I was super fit. I was exercising every single day. I was eating really healthy. Then we have this pandemic and all of us, including us doctors, we were crazy stressed. And I just spent months literally indoors 
working with patients, writing procedures. I was not eating well. I was not exercising. My belly's grown a little bit. Um, so all of us, I think, there's there's many aspects to it, but a lot of it has to do, during the pandemic, we focused on the pandemic, and that's understandable. But a lot of other things were neglected, especially other parts of our lives, mental health, our physique, eating well, listening to music, relaxing. Uh, so I think it's really time to say, well, okay, let's, let's refocus. But another big thing that was also prior to the pandemic, a lot of us do live very high-paced, stressful lives. Uh, you know, not catching your three meals a day. Hey, only quick time for a, a quick burger, uh, a lot of sweets, a lot of sweet drinks. Um, that's that that will eventually lead to these cardiovascular diseases. Um, I think that's a lot of it. I think that that's the essence. And the good news is this: one, we're talking to you on the show. We need to get the message out there. There's not a train smash. It's just a moment to say, hey. Let's refocus. Let's get back to our, our healthy lifestyles. And core message, do something early, do it daily, pick up if you've got hypertension because there's so much we can do about it and make sure that in 10 years' time, let's change those stats. That's where we want to be. And tell me, how many times should we go for a checkup under general? Yeah, great question. So it, it depends on your, your history, your background, your family. And I personally, but now I'm 47, right? I've had an interesting life. Uh, I generally go twice a year for my full checkup. And when, yeah, that's me, twice a year. Here's the thing, though. When you're young, fit, and healthy in your 20s, you don't perhaps need to go twice a year. But I would definitely go and get it checked out, especially if there's a family history of heart disease, disease or stroke. If that's in the family, diabetes, high cholesterol, you definitely want to pick it up early because you then you can definitely do something about it. Okay, so I'm going to ask a question about alcohol because yes. we are one of the biggest consumers of alcohol. <laughs> I'm afraid, yeah. yep. I, I would love myself a nice good glass of something very nice. Every now and then. So, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Where, how, how much should one consume, if at all there is such a limitation? Okay, so one, I, I, again, I don't want to get preachy. I, I was a musician in a previous life. I, I enjoyed nothing better after a big concert than a cigar and a big glass of whiskey. But now that I'm a doctor and I'm 47, i got to tell you, alcohol is okay, but in moderation. So if you're having a glass of wine in the evening with a healthy meal and you're still exercising, keeping fit, that should be okay. But we do know that people who are drinking a lot more than that or excessively or binging, or if you've got those underlying chronic conditions, then it can become really bad. And also remember, alcohol is really rich in energy. So if you're drinking lots of alcohol and not exercising, where does that energy go? Well, it's going to go into your fat. It's going to be stored, in my case, around my stomach. So I'm going to get a little belly. So alcohol, sure, it's it's one of those things. It, in this country, it is an issue in many, many parts of the country and cultures. I do think, especially some young people are drinking excessively. And we see some really tragic events from that, something like acute pancreatitis. It can also, as you said, uh, cause and exacerbate cardiovascular disease. So I'm, hmm, I think it's there. I, I don't think people should, they don't need to stop necessarily, but 
I would certainly cut down. I certainly have. I, I drink once a week, perhaps, but that's me. I don't. <laughs> I don't think it is. It has to be everybody's standard. Yeah. Well, you know what? Once a musician, always a musician. Don't worry. It will still come back. You will still. <laughs> no, it's in the blood. At some yeah, point. Yeah. <laughs> it is in the Absolutely. blood. So tell me, what is the difference, though, when you you know sometimes you have like heart palpitations or I don't know, like like chest pains of sorts. When should you worry? Because sometimes people say they complain about chest pains either in the right, in the left. Should you be more worried about chest pains in the left or in the right? And if, if it's heart palpitations, should you be concerned? Okay, it's a great question. And a lot of it depends really on your background and your context. So if you, for example, are 19 years old, you're going into write a mathematics exam uh, and you're really stressed and having a bit of chest tightness. Uh, well, I wouldn't be too worried if that's a heart attack. That's most probably anxiety. However, if you're 65 years old and you've had a long history of hypertension, uh, your cholesterol's high, you're now suddenly stressed, you, you quit smoking, but you know you recently started again, you're having chest pain, oh, then I'm starting to get worried. And it's interesting, by the way, some people don't experience much pain especially diabetic patients. Diabetic patients, long-standing diabetes, the nerves that sense pain actually get damaged. So they can have a silent heart attack. They can have a full heart attack and they can feel a bit anxious. They can get a bit clammy and sweaty, but they might not experience pain. So the general symptoms of pain or discomfort is usually in the center of the chest, sometimes described as radiating to the left. But uh, it, I wouldn't bank on that. If it just goes to the right, or the perceiver is going to right, that doesn't mean it's not a heart attack, still could be. And then if if it does really up to the jaw or to the left, it, I've seen a lot of patients where that can be a heart attack, and then often linked with shortness of breath, they get cold sweats, nausea and vomiting, and a lot of the patients that I've treated told me, yeah, doctor, that was the worst pain I've ever had. It was like, it was like an elephant was standing on my chest. So it, it can be in a spectrum. Mostly, most of the patients I've managed have chest pain. But just be aware that at-risk people sometimes can feel a little pain and just say, I'm short of breath and I'm feeling really anxious. And then when we do the ECG, then we see the heart attack. So hmm, think about the history. Think about the risks. If in doubt, call a doctor. Absolutely. Dr. Chris Van uh, uh, Stratton joining us and we're talking about uh, cardiovascular diseases and of course he's a global health advisor, clinical at uh, International SOS. Doc, thank you so much for joining us on the Chill Zone. Uh, let's hope that we've conscientized as much as we can and um, I'm young and springy but not that young and <laughs> this subject Good. matter and enjoying jazz <laughs> i'm enjoying Keep jazz and i'm hoping and now you've just you've just made me not want to go for that glass of something you know i'll just have my my water drinking it drinking music. in moderation is fine just just keep it in <laughs> keep it moderate have an awesome evening guys take care same to you. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, that is Dr. Chris Van Stratton uh, talking about cardiovascular diseases. And of course, today, that's the 29th of September. This is in light of World Heart Day. So you heard from the good doc. Just do yourself a favor. A bit of exercise. It doesn't have to be strenuous. Or walk, you know, 30 minutes instead of parking your car right next to the elevator. Can you just park your car like 
you know, like a 10 minutes walk away, take the stairs and whoever I'm saying this to, they know who I'm talking about. Instead of taking the elevator to the sixth floor, let's all start taking stairs. It's good for our hearts. But anyway, broadcasting from um, Standard Bank, Joy of Jazz, and some really beautiful um, artists that are lined up. And just to give you a taste, I know I'm bragging. Let's have a little bit of Valen Vida. Mm, nice. <laughs>